Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. John Bedell. Hi again, everybody. John Bedell taking the night off. I'm Mike Hartsock along with Nate Green, and we are coming to you from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street after a 76-46 Flyer win. Nate and I will be glad to take questions here on the Bud Light microphone here at Flanagan's, or you can call us at 457-1290 and give us a call and give us a question. We've got news coming up at the bottom of the hour, but Nate, oh, yeah. Coach was talking about what you had said not five minutes before when I was talking to you about maybe a few too many extra passes. He'll take those. Yeah, you're definitely going to take those because uh, that means that they are willing to share the ball and they're looking for that extra pass, you know, and we can work on, okay, hey, that's good, but let's let's go to the basket and be aggressive on that one. This is a team, as as Coach said, uh, you know, this is a team that's still trying to figure themselves out a little bit. But I don't think you ever played with a team in your four years at Dayton that had things figured out in November and December, did they? No, never. <laughs> you know, these are the times where we're getting all the little kinks out. Um, some of the players are still trying to adjust to the season starting. Um, you know, because that's a different regiment when the season starts. Okay, let's take a question. Let's go to the phones, and we've got Dave from Versailles with a question. Dave, what do you have for us? Well, first of all, uh, I'm glad to have you on the radio tonight, Mike. Uh, doing an oh. excellent job with Nate. Um, as Thank a you fan, very much. As a fan, I really like setting up in the stands, watching those young men playing as hard as they did tonight. I mean, diving for the ball, fast break, flying, super hard play. My main question is, maybe uh, Nate, Obi, uh, I don't know in the last 10, 12 years if we've had a big man attack the basket as much as what he does. I honestly, again, the competition is that. But I'm, I'm assuming, uh, Nate, how, yeah. how do you compare Obi to Costas from last year? Do you think Maybe Obi is better than what Costas could have been. Just a question. Uh, All right, Dave from Versailles. Thank you very much. What do you got, Nate? Uh, it's a little early to say who will be better. You know, uh, Costa has uh, some great genes. But, uh, you know, Obi, he's, he's playing real hard. He's young, and he's learning. And every day I see him when I go to the practices and I saw him over the summer, he was getting better every time I saw him. How big was it for Obi, though, to sit with this team last year and learn? I mean, because Obi Toppin wasn't ready to play college basketball no. a year ago. No, no, this was huge for him. Um, that break and sitting out helped him develop into a college player, and he's going to continue to develop into one. 457-1290 is the number to call if you have some questions. The Bud Light microphone is open here at Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. Come on up, come on up and ask us a question but before you do we are going to take a time out for news here on news talk 1290 93.7 whio we'll be back right after news with more of flyer feedback 
This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And watching all of this from the sky, let's go back to Mark Bowern and the WHIO Air Scouts. Thanks, Charlie. Not much change since we talked to you last, uh, just a few minutes ago. The uh, fire appears to be burning a little more uh, severe now. Those call letters are something else. Those are those are heritage call letters. When people think of, of radio, they think of WHIO. When I was in school growing up in this community, I mean, everybody listened to WHIO and everybody watched WHIO TV. This has been WHIO as long as I've known it, and I think that because of that, along with the commitment the radio station has made to news, I still teach. And I and I point to the fact that uh, a lot of stations, most stations, news went out the door years ago. This is a station that takes news seriously. 1290 this is Larry Hanskin, the House of Bread Feeds Hungry People, serving a free, hot, healthy meal 365 days a year, providing not only nourishment, but a welcoming and respectful environment for all guests. It doesn't solve all the problems confronting our community, but that one day, that one meal may make the difference in someone's life. You can be a part of that mission by donating money, food, personal items, or your time. To find out how you can get involved, go online to houseofbread.org. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. Fox News, I'm Debbie Hanley. The wildfires in California still spreading. For those who were in it, it was sheer terror that came out of nowhere. In many cases, people drove through the flames to escape, but at least nine did not make it. Most of the victims were found in or near their cars, overcome by flames as they tried to get out. 35 people are listed as missing, and officials say the death toll could rise. Fox's Claudia Cowan. Fire officials say gusty winds could make things worse in the next few days. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gillum withdrew his concession to opponent Ron DeSantis after a recount was announced in Florida. DeSantis, though, remains positive. At noon today, supervisors of election from across the state submitted their election returns to the Secretary of State. Those results are clear and unambiguous, just as they were on election night. There's also a recount in the Senate. This is Fox News. Here's the thing about cut-rate health insurance. Sometimes what you think you're getting isn't at all what you get. CareSource is real health insurance. Our marketplace plans give you complete and affordable benefits. You don't have to worry about pre-existing conditions or limited coverage. So enroll or switch by December 15th with CareSource. Visit caresource.com slash marketplace. CareSource policies have exclusions, limitations, and reductions of benefits. Costs may vary based upon individual circumstances. For complete details of cost and coverage, visit caresource.com. As we all know, life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time. McAfee. Hello, it is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. 
in my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. A lot of you have been asking me, where are we going next summer? I'm excited to announce we're going to Greece. YMT Vacation's 10-day tour of Greece and her islands. It begins on June 19th. We fly to Athens, where we will visit the Acropolis, the Parthenon, and classic white dome churches with plenty of time to explore this ancient seat of civilization, along with all the wonderful food, music, and culture. Then we move on to the islands of Mykonos and Santorini, where we take in the spectacular natural beauty and gorgeous beaches. And our local YMT tour guide will be with us every step of the way. Price for this fully guided tour, which includes the tour, hotels, breakfast, some dinners, round-trip airfare from Columbus, and all taxes and fees, is $33.29 after a $250 per person savings if you book now. So call YMT Vacations at 800-716-1757, 800-716-1757. We'll see you this summer in Greece. Temperatures will be falling through the 30s, and by tonight, we're going to get down to 20 degrees with mostly clear skies. Wind chills will make it feel like the upper teens. Your Veterans Day forecast is shaping up very nicely as a high-pressure system continues to influence the Miami Valley. Lots of sunshine is expected. Temperatures will be reaching near 43 degrees. We will continue to dry out for Sunday night. Temperatures will be reaching near 22 degrees. I'm meteorologist Molly Coates on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Thanks for joining us here at Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. Mike Hartsock and former Flyer Nate Green with you for Flyer Feedback for the next, I don't know, 25 minutes or so until it's time for us to wrap it up. We are wrapping up a 76-46 Dayton win over Coppin State. Coppin State, by the way, Nate's in the midst of a eight-game road trip to open the season. They started at Wisconsin on Wednesday. They oh. came here. They've got six more road games before they play at home in Baltimore. Yeah, and it's probably going to be rough for them. Those six games are going to be rough. Yeah, they play some uh, some yeah. interesting competition. Hey, you can yeah. call us at 457-1290, or you can step up to the Bud Light microphone, and we have somebody at the Bud Light microphone as we speak. Give us your name and what you got for us. Hi, uh, I'm Casey from Oakwood, Ohio. All right, Casey. Uh, uh, I noticed from last year uh, that the Flyers struggled a lot in uh, conference play on the road. What are some things that the team can do to uh, prepare for such uh, tough competition in the A-10? What do you think, Nate? Road trips in the A-10. Uh, road trips are always difficult in the A-10. It doesn't matter what year it is. It's always rough, but... Uh, you know, that's what we have regular season for. Hopefully get all those kinks out. And uh, before conference play comes in, you know, get a couple wins on the road. You know, it sounds very simple. The baskets are 10 feet high in every gym that you go play in. It the is. courts would. The, it's the same distance, uh, same measurements all the way around. But what makes it so tough going as, to somebody else's place? As a player, your routine has changed up. You know, when you're home, you have a routine. You have certain things that you do at certain times. 
when you get on the road, you're in the bus, you're on the plane, you know, you're sitting in the hotel room. You don't, you don't have that same that routine that'll get you into the mood of the game. And um, you know, a lot of players have to adjust to it. But to become a great team, you gotta adjust to it and uh, learn how to play on the road. Casey, thanks for the question. We appreciate it. Let's go on the phone. Jack from Cincinnati. Uh, Jack, uh, you got a question for us? Yeah, guys. Great to be talking to you. So uh, my question is, um, I was thought it was a little strange we didn't see Frankie Policelli play tonight when we saw Jack Westerfield come off the bench and actually play some decent minutes. So uh, what's, what's your takeaway from that? Why do you think we didn't see him? Well, I think there can only be one takeaway from that after two games we've not seen Frankie Policelli play. He yes. is probably going to redshirt. That's probably the way things are going. He's just 18 years old. He's a young kid. He's still learning the game. And, uh, you know, you look at, like we were talking about earlier, you look at Obi Toppin, who was in the same situation a year ago. Now, Obi couldn't play. Obi had to sit out. Yeah. But it was a blessing that Obi had to sit out because he wasn't ready to do what he's done in the first two games of this season. No, not at all. And it, and it worked out for him. And I think that's what they're going to do uh, again this year. Yeah, it would really surprise me. I mean, you know, everybody on the bench played tonight. Yeah, except, except for Frankie. So yeah. so you have to wonder, you know, what's going on there. Jack from Cincinnati, thanks for the question. We appreciate the phone call. And uh, we've got Denny from Vandalia. Denny's wondering the same thing. Denny, is that the same question you had? Yeah, that's basically the same question. You know, a lot of the Flyer fans were concerned that uh, Frankie Palicelli hadn't gotten even in for one minute last game or this game. But uh, if he, if I, we didn't know if he was going to coach the doghouse or if he was injured. Or, but now I hear that uh, there's a possibility they may be redshirting him, and uh, that's understandable. Yeah, we know he's not injured, and we know he's not in the doghouse. Uh, you know, the one thing you know about is when you do check into the scorer's table and set foot on the floor, the clock starts ticking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I you had know. to go through that my freshman year, you know, because I had the red shirt. Uh, my first year because I got hurt and had to sit out. You know, you only get a couple games, and he already got two. So if he's going to get in, he's going to be in the next two. If not, you're probably going to see him reassuring. It's a tough thing, though, when you're sitting there and you're completely healthy and you know that you can go in and play. But, uh, you know, he's two games into a 30-game season, and obviously something is going on that maybe he knows that he's not going to see any time. Yeah, and, and it possibly, you know, Coach Grant has probably already had a conversation with him to let him know what's going on and what he has for him in the future. And, uh, you know, as a good player, you will accept that and, you know, take the coach's advice and do what he says and just keep working and developing to a great player. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News Talk 1290 WHIO Radio. Mike Hartsock along with former Flyer Nate Green, and we've got uh, – Kyle from Brookville on the phone. Kyle's got an interesting question. Okay. Kyle? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? Hey, what are we going to do with uh, Obi when Josh comes back? Well, we're going to be better is what is what uh, we're going to do when, when Josh comes back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Obi came off the bench, was coming off the bench in the exhibition game. But, you know, it's a situation where once Josh is back, Josh is – in the starting lineup. There's yes. no question about that. But, you know, they talk so much about it, and coaches talk more. Players want to start. Every player wants to start. Yeah. But coaches say it's not starting a game 
it's finishing a game and looking at the stat sheet and see how many minutes you play. And, you know, honestly, the good players, uh, when they listen to their coaches and understand that it's just not about starting, it's about what you uh, can contribute to the team and put your forth your effort. And once the players understand, okay, this is my role and I don't have to start, but I know I'm going to contribute and do something good for this team, they'll go far. Let's be honest, though. It's if, from what we've seen the first two games of Obi Toppin, it's going to be tough to keep him on the bench. Oh no! Nah, nah, I mean, he, they're going to have to find some lineups where he and Josh are in there at the same time. Honestly, I see them playing a lot together. That's going to be a, a, a one-two punch. That's going to be tough to handle because, you know, they both are good with passing the ball and they can do the high-low and they're very unselfish. So they'll look for each other, and that's going to be tough. And then you know, as the guards, when they penetrate to the hole. Those are easy lobs for those two. Yeah. You know, and they like to throw it up to their big guys. And there's nobody better that does that right now than Jalen Crutcher. I tell you. When, oh, yeah. When Jaylen, had a couple tonight. When Jalen came in a year ago, you know, I, I was impressed with the kid as a freshman who, who just stepped in and, and took over a role. But he's so much better in two games this year, and, and not, not in the stat sheet. But you just look at the way he runs the offense. He knows where everybody's at, and he knows what everybody's supposed to do. Yeah, he's definitely uh, playing his role really well right now. And that's what it's all about, especially if you want to go far in the A-10. Every player has to know their role and accept it and do their part. Dave from Charlotte, North Carolina is joining us on the phone. Dave, what do you got for us? Hey, what's going on, Mike? We met down in Charleston last year. You might not remember me, but uh, we're here in Charlotte. We're wondering how many games uh, what do you think we need to win this year to get to the championship and go to the uh, NCAA tournament? I mean, we're a 10 a little bit weak when we make a run. A-10 is a little bit weak. There's no question about that. There's not a lot at the top of the A-10. I saw where LaSalle lost to Lafayette today. Now, yeah. now LaSalle was going to be at the bottom of the A-10 anyway. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I don't have a number for you on how many wins. You know, I think it, it usually takes, what, 10, hey, uh, 10, 12, 13 wins to, you know, get yourself in the in the hunt in the A-10. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, honestly, as long as they keep fighting and they get their – put themselves in position to make the playoffs, anything can happen. You could be the last seed in the playoffs – and, you know, you knock off the number one seed, then you have a chance. So, you know, it, it could go either way. I have to flash back here for a minute on flyer feedback because I was at the arena tonight watching the game and in the, uh, at a timeout. I felt and, like a tourist there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but at a timeout in the first half, they, they put up on the scoreboard a picture of, of David, David Morris. David Morris. Yeah. That's my guy. I sent him a picture, Day, too. Day-Day's up there on the screen. Now, you and Day-Day came in together. Yes, yes. You, you know, you guys. Now, what, what's he doing these days? Uh, he's working. He's back in Maryland. Um, got a family of five, married. Family of five. Yeah, he's doing good. They uh, were talking about David Morris. And those of you that most Flyer fans will remember David Morris because all he did was play 125 straight games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, from, from the time he set foot in Dayton, he was the point guard, and he was he was the guy that that got the ball to you, big That's guys. That's why I came. You know? I mean, he I was. No point guards would give me the ball. He was a guy that that really. You talk about Jalen Crutcher and how good he is. David Morris was a pass first point guard. Yes, yes, he definitely. That A played his role very well. From you know, we, I grew up with him from, you know, early childhood, and you know, still to the day. 
And that day, he was a great point guard, especially in high school. You know, it was that one-two punch, always looking for each other. And even when we came to college, you know, we were doing that. All right, let's get back to present day. I'm looking here on the stat sheet, and I'm seeing four of 22 from outside the arc. That's not great. That no. uh, that that if you're looking for negatives, there's there's something that uh, that needs some work. Exactly. But the positive thing about that is you can shoot four. What was it? Four of 22. Four for 22 and still win by 30. Yeah. Coaches <laughs> coaches love that. Now yeah. now they can go back and you know film is not as hard as it was going to be if you would have lost that game by one or two. Um, but, yes, definitely something I work on. Um, we're a very athletic team. You've got to get shots up, and um, we're going to have a lot of opportunities for Crutcher and Davis to knock shots down for us and Mike Seal. All right, we have somebody else at the Bud Light microphone here at Flanagan's Pub. And uh, who are you and what you got? Uh, I'm Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Uh, question for Nate, being a, a former player. We had uh, double-digit turnovers tonight. 14. After after uh, you know being what six, I think the last couple or the exhibition in the first game. Uh, do you think that's indicative of playing a, a lower quality team uh, that you just get lazy or sloppy just because you know it's it's not tight? I'm not going to call it because you're playing that type of caliber team. I, I think it's because we're young and you know they're not understanding that you have to give it and. You have to 40 minutes. You can't let off. And when you let off, you make mistakes and you make little simple turnovers. Um, but, like I said, the good thing is when you can make these mistakes and go back to the drawing board and talk about them and win by 30, you, you got to be happy as a coach. And my other question is, if, uh, if Jalen Crutcher can throw a perfect alley-oop from 47 feet, why doesn't he just throw it in the hoop? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it looks better. It makes it more of a ooh-ah. Yeah. Yeah, you look at assist-turnover ratio today. Yeah, there were a few turnovers. There were double-digit turnovers. But only one of them came from Jalen Crutcher, your, yeah. your true point guard. Yeah, he had like with seven. seven assists. Yeah, seven assists. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the problem Dayton had with turnovers was the big guy. Hope he turned it over five times. Yeah, you know, and that's just being nervous and anxious and, you know, really wanting to make an impact. And once he just, you know, takes that deep breath and, he gives himself a couple more games, and, you know, he's going to start getting the flow of things, and it's going to look a lot better. All right, back on the phone, 457-1290 is the number to call. Dave from, it says Dave from Dayton Daily News. Dave, are you there? Hello, Dave. Are you reading the paper? He must be reading the paper. We'll pass on Dave, and we'll get uh, something from Tim from Greenville. Tim from hey, Greenville, Mike. you with us. There you go. Hey, Mike, how you guys doing? A couple comments. Uh, love seeing the walk on in early. But that was a little uncharacteristic for some of the clubs we've had when we're, you know, in the blowout. I think this, this club shares the ball great, obviously. Um, it looks like uh, kind of like from the Hoosiers, the movie, uh, Gene Hackman, we're learning who we can be, uh, what we can be, and it's going to be neat to see Josh back. But uh, I got a comment. Uh, excuse me, I have a question. When are we going to host an NIT game if we get there? I know it's a long way off, but, you know, hey, the kids deserve it. I know the first four is great. We love having that. But our fan base deserves this, Mike. Uh, I'll get off here and hear your comments, but they should throw us a freaking bone. Thank you. Uh, okay, well, hosting an NIT game, I hope we don't. Yeah, I, don't I think want, the first four is a little better than the NIT, but, you know, I don't want to host an NIT game. <laughs> uh, you know, because the, the NIT – 
is all about how much money you're going to pay to host anyway. Yes. You know, I mean, the NIT is a tournament where if you want to host a first-round game, yeah. you've got to come up with some money, whether it's a men's tournament or the women's tournament. The NIT is about getting money from you to host that tournament. Now, sure, Flyer fans would love to see another home game, oh, and yeah. we've, had, we've had more than our share of NIT games, but uh, – Frankly, for my money, I'll, I'll take, a, I'll take, I'll take first a, a, a first floor or anything else Oh yeah. ahead of that. He was talking about Jack Westerfield. Yes, Jack Westerfield is a walk-on, but he's more than that and has been more than that even back to last year. Oh, yeah. He's actually, you know, you're as good as your last man, and, you know, he's a great – see, the things he do, a lot of people don't see. You know, when you're in the locker room with the guys and, you know – you're helping guys get up extra shots and you're pushing them on in practice on defense and making them work hard. That's all you can ask for. All right, time to take a break here on Flyer Feedback. Mike Hartsock and Nate Green will back with about another eight or nine minutes of talk here on News Talk 1290 WHIO. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Now, gardening advice from Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber. You know, plants make energy, and that energy is called carbohydrates. And in the fact, with trees, what trees do when they grow is store these carbohydrates to use to grow roots, to defend themselves against insects and disease. In fact, they use it to even grow in the spring. And one of the greatest measures of tree health is a test called a starch test. And that's where a certified arborist would come to your home and collect a portion of the tree's root system, a very small portion that is, and test it with iodine. By doing so, that iodine may turn beautifully black and color or maybe a little bit of a red or whitish color. Either way, it's a good measure of the tree's health and condition. You should have your trees checked periodically by a certified arborist, and that arborist can also provide a starch test for you. Listen to Mark Weber on Garden Talk Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. Mike Hartsock and former Flyer Nate Green in the house to take your questions and talk about a Flyer's 76-46 win over Coppin State. Let's get back to the phones real quick. We've got Madeline from God's Country, my hometown of Waynesville. Madeline, what do you got for us? 
Um, yeah. How has Coach Grant affected the way the Flyers play and practice? Nate, you got that one? Yeah. How has he affected it? Is that yeah. what she asked? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he's done tremendous things. Um, the energy he brings and the attitude that he brings towards the players. Uh, he's very open and willing to listen to his players. And, you know, because of that, he's built a relationship with them and the chemistry between coach and player. You couldn't ask for nothing better. We've got David Jablonski on the line with us. He, of course, is the beat writer for the Flyers for the Dayton Daily News and Cox Media Group, Ohio. Dave, what you got? Well, I wonder if you guys thought about uh, Grant's comments after the game about Frankie Palicelli. Gonna red shirt well, yeah, what did he, did, he, did he say he was going to redshirt? He said after the game, everybody was wondering why he wasn't in the game. Obviously, four walk-ons went in the game ahead of Frankie, so there was a lot of questions and stuff. And I was a little surprised. Anthony said he's going to redshirt Frankie. They talked about it recently. Frankie was on board with it. Um, they saw the development Obi Toppin got last year, coach the year before that. And they're going to go with eight scholarship players all season. So uh, a little bit surprising there. Uh, but uh, hopefully for Frankie, if the decision turns out. Well, hey, we were talking about that earlier. We were thinking, well, that, you know, it makes sense because everybody else played tonight except Frankie. And, and uh, you know, but he is what? He's 18 years old, right? I think it's a great move. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's a good he's young, obviously a raw talent. Uh, we saw a little bit of him in the exhibition game. He didn't even play much in that game. Um, he didn't play at all in the opener. I asked Grant after the game why he didn't see any action. Although that was a close game, so you could see a freshman not get in in that game. But uh, Grant said then it was just a coach's decision. So I don't know. He didn't say if the decision was made in the last two or three days or what. But uh, uh, apparently they're going to stick to this decision. And, uh, you know, hopefully the Flyers can stay healthy enough. Uh, to get by with these heard, players. They got by with seven, of course, three years ago. But, you know, that doesn't happen every time. I heard uh, Coach Grant with, with Larry on the postgame show talking about Josh, and he was saying that hopefully Josh will be ready to play on Friday. Is that what he told you guys? Yeah, we did ask about yeah. Josh, and he, he said the same thing in, in the postgame. Uh, sounds like they're being very precautionary. Obviously, they didn't miss him in either of these games, especially tonight. And, uh, you know, really, uh, his absence gave Obi a chance to – to break out a little bit. Obi kind of had to be the man in these two games, and uh, uh, maybe that'll be a silver lining and not having Josh these two games. Dave, thanks very much for calling us. Give that All baby right. a hug for us, will you? Yeah, next time All I'm right, going to call Dave. in, I'm going to say it's Chase. All right, good enough. <laughs> thanks, Dave Jablonski from the Dave Daily News. we got somebody at the Bud Light microphone here at Flanagan's Pub. Who are you, and what do you got for yeah, us? Uh, Jerry from Beaver Creek, and... Um, I just want to say I'm looking. I'm real impressed with the performance of our freshmen this year so far, and uh, I think they're going to be uh, instrumental to a good season this year. And I want to, you know, we haven't seen a lot of competition for them yet, but they seem to be picking up and learning quickly. Oh yeah, and that's all about. That's what it's all about is developing and you know learning as you go. And if you can learn something from every game that you play, you know it's going to be good things, especially if we can learn early. So when conference play comes and then, you know, postseason comes, you know, we'll be in a good spot. Yep. You know, it's, it's one thing to be a freshman forward or and nothing against you, a forward or center, but to be Dwayne Cohill and, and be trying to learn to run it's points a different spot, at yes. a college basketball team, that's tough. It is tough because, you know, as the point guard, they're the general. So they have to run, you know, the plays, make sure other players are in their positions and including his own position. And, you know, when things get a little chaotic, he has to be able to bring everybody in and get them together 
and, you know, get back on their grind. So a couple of things. If you've just joined us here on Flyer Feedback, uh, thanks very much, Jerry. Thank appreciate, you. appreciate your questions. If you've just joined us on Flyer Feedback, a couple of things that uh, we do pretty much have confirmed now. Frankie Policelli is probably pretty much, according to Coach Grant, going to redshirt this season and, and sit out. And uh, Josh is looking at next Friday to make his 2018-2019 uh, debut. He is, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just hold him out one more game and not bring him back until the following week um, because, you know, they need him for the whole season, and he want to make sure he's 100%. So if it takes one more game, then, you know, it's really worth it. Let me ask you as a player, though, Nate, uh, okay. You don't want to take no games. Do, do you want to go going into the Bahamas against really good competition? Do you need one game under your belt, or does that matter? Uh, when you're going, it really doesn't matter. Coaches would like that because, you know, they feel like you're getting your, your flow back and getting your kinks out. But as a player, when you're playing at this caliber, you know, every game is exciting no matter where it is. And, you know, they're going to be in the Bahamas. That's just going to make it that much more exciting. And a guy who's been a snake bit injury-wise as Josh has been. I mean, you know, he had the, he had the real nasty ankle injury, uh, yeah. you know, a, a couple of seasons or a season ago. And then, uh, you know, he was hurt when he came here mm -hmm. from Bradley. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that he's got to feel a little bit snake bit and wanting to make sure that he gets himself back out there as soon as he can. Yeah, he does. But, you know, with all the injuries, you know, he knows that he can't rush it. And he wants to make sure that it's right so that he can stay and play for the whole season and not just for a couple games and be out because he won't get that rhythm and he won't get into the flow of the, uh, of the season. If you're wondering where John Bedell has been tonight, he is, uh, he's not off. He's back in the newsroom getting ready to anchor the 11 o'clock newscast on Channel 7. So I'm joining Nate here as we uh, wrap up a couple of more minutes of talking about a 76-46 to 46 win. The Flyers now have basically a week off before they take on IP Fort Wayne next Friday. Back-to-back -back games pretty much uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Uh, yeah. Good way to get things started in the first week of the season. Oh, yeah, get two quick ones in and then, you know, have a week to prepare for the next game and then work out some mistakes that you had in the games that you already played. Uh, it's a good thing, you know. But the one thing I do have to say about today's game was that they were really aggressive. They was getting after it. And, you know, they sat down and they played defense. There were several stretches where they went six or seven minutes without scoring. All right, folks, thanks very much for joining us. We appreciate you listening in to Flyer Feedback from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. I'm Mike Hartsock for Nate Green. Thanks for joining us. Remember, the Flyers back at it next Friday at home against IP Fort Wayne. Dayton wins 76-46. to 46. Have a great weekend, everybody. Drive safe. The home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.